And now, on with the show. Hey, welcome. Uh, yeah, it's Weekend Watch. <laughs> uh, you know, what? I don't know. Keith does an intro for his, and then I get on, and I'm like, ah, I've got to do something different. And then I Silly get noises. All right, all right, all right. Is that a thing? <laughs> That's Matthew McConaughey. You know, he's in movies, and we talk about movies. So, you know, there it is. Uh. So, yeah, uh, here we are. It's Weekend Watch. Uh, there's a show where we talk about movies and TV shows on your favorite streaming services. Uh, I'm here, Spencer, here with Keith. Hey, what's up? And David. Hey. 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 How you guys hey, doing? Hey. Hey. You guys, uh, you guys ready for Valentine's Day? Yeah, kind of. I don't know. It's going to be a busy fucking weekend, man. Hey, I mean, Super you know Bowl what? Sunday, you already... then Valentine's? You already got your wife the most precious gift of all. A refinance? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Saving a little bit each month on your bills. Uh, That's the one. Uh, But, you know, if if you're plumb out of ideas, you know, for what to do for your your significant other, maybe plan a, a, a movie night in. Because we've got some great Valentine's Day picks this week. That's right. It's Valentine's Day week. We're talking rom-coms. We're talking other movies that are Valentine's. <laughs> Maybe. Kind of. It's a little know. tenuous. One, you know, one of we these got a is not tenuous. very Valentine's, but God damn, is it a good ride? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's jump in. Uh, we got plenty of stuff to talk about. Uh, let's let's get into it. Let's start with Keith. Keith, what, what do you got for Valentine's this week? All right, I'll go. I'll go with one of the... One of the better rom-coms to come out of the 90s, I'd say. This is 1999, 10 Things I Hate About You. Love this flick. It has a great cast, Julia Stiles, uh, Heath Ledger, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and they're all just young, stupid idiots trying to fall in love. And, you know, you you have all the, the different high school dynamics going through the the 90s at this time you know the all the tropes are being blown out and um it's it's really just a a good good little funny love story of these guys fumbling over their their first loves you know Heath Ledger is a fucking perfect character in this movie I love him and then Julia Stiles counters him it it, it was just amazing I I love her so much as well that that little duo was was incredible throughout this whole thing, and then the innocence of their of the younger ones going alongside them. I like um, the uh, the the whole retelling. It's a it's a retelling of of Shakespeare of ten yeah, years. Yeah, like a modernization, right? Um, and and it it worked really well. They even they they get um poetics thrown in there and Shakespeare like tossed in there throughout. So it 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 was just a. It's a good movie for a romantic comedy. It gets kind of crap reviews. It's very, very fucking nineties. Um, oh, it is I super love, of its time. Yeah, I, I I love that about it as well. This is this is nostalgia and just a a fun little love story uh, all wrapped up into one. Um, Did movies like this make you guys think high school was actually like that? And then you get there, and it wasn't nowhere near as as clicky as they made it seem. 
all the time. I watch, I go back and still watch these movies, and it's like, man, either I, I wasn't really like, like that. Uh, high school was not like that at all. Maybe it is elsewhere. I don't know how these tropes come about. How this like they keep like leaning into some of these like super clickiness, and maybe we're just built different in Albuquerque. I don't know. It's weird. I mean, for uh, I think it was my sophomore year, we hung out. Uh, right next to the kids that like spent all lunch break dancing, and so that kind of felt a little bit like one of these high school movies. <laughs> Did you ever join in? No, but we used to yell, "You, you got served!" at them because it was right around the time <laughs> that movie came out. Did you see David like going in and joining in the? <laughs> Uh, yeah. That's the only way you should be allowed to yell you got served is if you were the one doing the serving. You go up and do just some terrible dance. Be like, you got served you and stomp s- off in your fucking combat boots. <laughs> your fucking Pantera t shirt. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Just like go in there and start a mosh pit, throw bows in all their, in all their faces, and then uh-huh. you, know, you got served and oh. peace out. <laughs> do glow sticks in your fingers too just to really confuse everybody <laughs> we're mixing genres here we're really yeah. we're like a fusion do the hand waving <laughs> thing while you're skanking use that to mesmerize them and then throw the bow nice <laughs> top it off with the you got served cherry on top and yeah and it's good you're good then you shit on their cardboard mat and walk up <laughs> god damn it now i'm just imagining him doing all of that and then taking like five minutes to bear down and on i can't just hold on guys hold one or can we or get like over to that the wall guy waltz it real quick <laughs> or like that guy that was trying to tear up the like uh blm sign or whatever and you just can't do it you just, just like, so it. impotently you fail you're just at it. kneeling with you're just and just crouched to. down with your pants around your <laughs> you ankles do like, the walk of shame there's a vein <laughs> popping in your forehead and nothing's happening we're very far off track that's all right 10 things i hate about you it's a great <laughs> little, uh, you know, rom-com. It, it's fun. It's really it's fun. Disney Plus. It's really good movie. You should watch it. Yeah. I was going to bring up David Crumholtz because I love David Crumholtz, but, you know, he's great in it. That's all I have to say. Yeah, he is. I, I agree. Oh, man. All right. Let's uh, let's move on. David, what do you got next? What do you got? All right. I'm going to throw up my first rom-com. Blech. The Tinder Swindler. I, that's supposed to that's a that's a joke everybody this is not a rom-com um a group of women who were the victims of a dating app based swindler joined together in an attempt to hunt him down and recover the millions of dollars that were stolen from them spoiler they don't um this is uh about the it, it's a sort of uh okay it's another netflix uh drama mentory is what I'll, is what I'll call them, um, and it's sort of uh, produced in a um, interview style with a, a series of of European women who were scammed, conned, I swindled, bamboozled. I was clearing my throat. I'd hope that Scalawag? I could you to, yeah, no, I was going to fill in your silence. Yeah, yes, all of those things by <laughs> uh, by a by a seemingly debonair. Um, Israeli diamond magnate, son of diamond magnate. So rich bitch boy. Um, 
but these women slowly discover after they take out millions, not millions, collectively millions, but uh, hundreds of thousands each in loans that uh, he's just a scam artist. And uh, this is seemingly an attempt just to put his face everywhere that they can so as to shut his dumb ass down. Considering the guy is out of prison currently. Five months. Five fucking months he was in. sentenced 15. Only served five. That is fucking crazy. And he's back to doing his shit. He's like, he he got, okay, so I like looked him up. Apparently Tinder was like, put the axe to him. They banned him. But he's going to fucking just like change his shit and be back because he's a con artist. That's what they do. Well, he started um, that, like, got a scam. Business don't, don't, don't stop scamming. <laughs> he started that like business consulting website or whatever. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Who's That's what I was actually say. paying this guy? I mean, he was very successful at it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Let me teach you how to swindle on Twitter. I'm saying. On, 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 what's the other? Tinder. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought this was a pretty appropriate um, I'm gonna I'm gonna make my uh, theme for this Valentine my sub theme for this Valentine's week uh, petulance because I hate this fucking holiday <laughs> and and so I thought this was pretty appropriate there um, if you're feeling lonely and uh, um, dour about this season watch the Tinder swindler and uh, take a little bit of uh, joy out of these women taking whatever revenge they can on this guy. I'm really, oh, okay. I, I was curious really, where you were going with that. I would be like, what? take joy no! in these women's uh, no, I, no, like, no. suffering. I felt or, so bad. I felt, especially for that, that Norwegian girl, the first yeah. one, I, can't oh my gosh, right? I felt so bad for her at the end. There's, this, these are three out of probably hundreds, at least dozens, oh, yeah. but probably hundreds of women that have been funding this dude's antics. Um, crazy i'm super proud of these three women for like what they've been able to do though where they were they weren't just like oh my god my life is real i mean yeah they did do that well yeah they were like now i need i need to fucking fix it i need to stop this he's got to be stopped yeah and they're doing a fucking great job of at least if they can't like imprison him and get their money back and all that at least they can make him fucking hurt and I hope that really does happen. I know he's back to his usual shit, but I, I really hope they just keep the pressure on because I'm super proud of them. They were fucking badasses. That last one, when she was like, <laughs> well, he does now and gives that little wave. I was like, oh, man, fucking boss. They, these women were were incredible. Yeah. I, I'm pretty awe stricken by them. I was I was pretty impressed by that Dutch chick. She was she was badass. She yeah. was badass, bitch. I like um, she got an alert for selling some of his fancy <laughs> clothes while they were filming the interview about it to get some of her money back. So yeah, the Tinder swindler on Netflix, watch it, uh, look this dude up on social media and, uh, harass the ever loving crap out of him. If that's legal for us to recommend, if not, don't do that. We're just kidding. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Saved it. Well done. <laughs> Covered our asses. All right, uh, it's on Netflix. Yeah, that's that's where. Uh, let's uh, let's move on. I'm gonna take us right back into rom coms with my favorite rom com of all time, and that is 2000s Keeping the Faith. Uh, Keeping the Faith is about best friends since they were young, 
Since they were kids, Rabbi Jacob Schramm and Father Brian Finn are dynamic and popular young men living and working on New York's Upper West Side. When Anna Riley, once their childhood friend and now grown into a beautiful corporate executive, suddenly returns to the city, she re-enters Jake and Brian's lives and hearts with a vengeance. Sparks fly, and an unusual and complicated love triangle ensues. Uh, this is starring Ben Stiller, Edward Norton, and Jenna Elfman in the uh, the three roles. And it's really well written. It's super funny. Um and a completely different take on the on the whole rom-com considering the two guys ben stiller plays a rabbi edward norton plays a priest uh sounds like uh, the beginning of a bar joke <laughs> it really does <laughs> I've, I've seen this movie i said at the beginning of the show before we started recording that i hadn't seen that like when as soon as you started describing it, it's like oh i've fucking seen this movie this movie's hilarious like it really is Ben Stiller's they're all pretty young in this movie. This was yeah, like you said 2000. 2000 yeah. Uh this movie's pretty funny. Uh Ed Norton directed it. Um and he was a producer on it. It's 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 unique for sure, you know. I I like the riled up Ben Stiller in this one. I don't know. Ben Stiller's a rabbi is really really fucking funny. Ed Norton as anything is great. Um this this is a good movie. Yeah, I need to revisit this one. If Lauren hasn't seen it, I'm gonna we're gonna watch it for Valentine's weekend. This is a good pick. Good job. You, you should you should because it, it's it's just fun. It's super, It's really well written. It's witty. Uh, David and his his hatred of religion would probably still enjoy this. No, I'm, I don't. I don't know. Do they are they are they pretty like sacrilegious? Are they uh, a little? I mean, okay. watch it. Well, uh, you should watch it. Watch it and tell me what I'll you think. I'll watch it. I'll watch. Give it, it a watch. Like. Yeah, especially with the with the change. We'll talk about that at the end of the show. Uh, maybe hopefully you have a little time. Give it a watch. It's fun. I think you'd, I think you would enjoy it. Um, yeah, check it out. It's currently streaming on HBO Max. If you're looking for something that's that's a little more modern, maybe it doesn't take place in a high school. <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. We got a lot of high school stuff when it comes to rom coms. It's true. It it really is true. Um, yeah, check it out. Keeping the faith. It's currently streaming on HBO Max. Speaking of rom-coms that take place in the high school, Keith. Yeah, I'm going to go right in. Probably one of my favorite love stories of all time. Fucking great movie. Um, 1989's Say Anything. Fucking remarkable film. John Cusack. Uh, I don't know how to say that that name. Ioni Sky? Is it Ioni? Okay. Um, so. I don't actually know, but I'm going to nod uh, emphatically yeah. like I know what I'm talking about. Cool, That's thanks. That's what it is. That's what her name is. <laughs> so um, this is a film about first love and how tough that can be and how world-breaking and lovely and great and terrible and all the ins and outs, how funny and heartbreaking and, I don't know, every little ups and downs of kind of a, a wacky little first love, you know? This has one of the most iconic scenes in film as well oh, yeah. you know standing That's out the there uh with the boom box playing the song you know we even have deadpool deadpool references yeah like, wham it's like uh, it still persists yeah i i saw i knew that reference long before ever seeing this movie this yeah, was actually sure. the first time i watched this oh really yeah but like you said i, I knew the scene i knew i had the basic idea but yeah this, i had never seen it before yeah what'd you think how'd you how'd you like it i loved it uh, I liked it a lot. It was heartbreaking. It was heartwarming at the same yeah. time. Um, 
just very compelling movie. Yeah. And Cusack is a baby. Such a <laughs> is he like four in this? <laughs> what, okay. So that you said this was 1989, right? Yeah. yeah. When did better off dead come out? Was that before or after this? I don't know. Oh yeah, man. That was four years after better off dead. That's crazy to me. Cause he looked a lot older and better off dead than he did in say anything. You're right. That's weird. He, he is young and he looks really young and say anything like, like David said, he's, he looks like a baby. He's, he's a young ass dude. Yeah. What did you think? You, the, you watched the, this movie, David? Yeah. It's, I mean, it's been a long time since I've seen it. It's a great movie to revisit. John Mahoney that I, it, it took me forever to, to click that he was the dad from Frazier. Because yeah. he, he again, he like he doesn't look like a baby, but holy shit, he looks a fuck ton younger. Yeah, he yeah. does. Um, Which is funny because Frazier came out what like three years after this tops. Yeah, it was oh, it was pretty shortly after this. I I'm trying to think back to like the very early seasons of Frazier. Maybe I'm just the, like rem- like well, he's stuck in my head from the later seasons. I mean, he started that show with gray hair. So if did he? One of the All two, either they like, colored it for, for the say anything or they colored it for Frazier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They hunched him and put a cane in his hand and it, it that like, probably aged, aged him quite too. a bit. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, no, this was really great to, to revisit. It's, it's a perfect Valentine's day movie too. It's, it's a really great romantic movie. Yeah. Coming of age. First love. That's yeah. Yeah. I'm glad this was streaming this year. This is, this is a, a fantastic movie to watch. That one is streaming on HBO Max. Very cool. All right. Uh, David, what do you got? Answer. What, what's your second Valentine's pick? Uh, this one is a little bit more uh, on original Valentine's theme. At least it takes place on Valentine's, kind of. And it's it's in the title. Spencer, if it's in the fucking title. We're not I... having this argument again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is going to be My Bloody Valentine on HBO. The remake 3D. This is, I th- <laughs> that is, I, I, I will be absolutely upfront. That's the biggest selling point, and it's not. Uh, this is, this is a bad slasher movie, but it's got Jensen Ackles and that same jacket that Jensen Ackles always wears. Um, let's see. Ten years ago, an inexperienced coal miner named Tom Hanager caused an accident that killed five men and put a sixth, Harry Warden, into a coma. A year later, on Valentine's Day, Harry woke up and murdered 22 people with a pickaxe before dying. Now Tom has returned home, still haunted by the past, and something else is back in harmony. A pickaxe-wielding killer with a miner's mask, who may be the ghost of Harry, come to claim Tom and his friends. Um, this is an acceptable slasher flick to no. cuddle up on the couch with, uh, with your Valentine with. No. Yeah, no, it it's isn't. campy, it's crappy, it's gory, and uh, okay, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna be frank. I don't think that they uh, were wearing enough clothes for mid February in a Pennsylvania <laughs> mining town, because I mean, Megan was in like fucking like very light long sleeve shirts most of that movie, and it's like, bitch, put on a jacket. How come there's no snow anywhere? Yeah, but. <laughs> this movie's awful. Um, I my, that's my only it. complaint about it. So your only complaint, your <laughs> only complaint, is that it was probably too cold. 
Yeah. Okay. They were inaccurate with the way that they presented the weather for Otherwise, the time and the place. Perfect. Otherwise, movie. it's a masterpiece. I think it's a great movie. Nine point nine out of ten. <laughs> this, this movie's fucking awful. Uh, I just want to make sure everyone knows that that this that no one should watch this. Um, it's terrible. The the only <laughs> redeeming thing about this is there were maybe one or two fairly creative kills. I like how your tone really you got like super serial all of a sudden. <laughs> like, hold on. Before we move on, I just want everybody to know that People. this is not a joke and this movie sucks answers in <laughs> strong <laughs> protest. I, I I I am a very big fan of of horror movies and especially the slasher genre. And this is an affront. <laughs> They have sullied the good name of 1981's My Bloody Valentine. Uh, what, what is a worse Valentine-themed slasher fic, flick? My Bloody Valentine or just Valentine? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> this one. This one. This think is so? <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. I do think this is worse than Valentine. Uh, mm. This. Oh, God. I, I don't know what else to say. It's awful. The acting is terrible. Jensen Ackles really phoned this one in. I mean, the, the 2009 <laughs> the 2009 version has better critic reviews than my, than the 1981 version. Not by really? a lot, 58 percent to 61 percent. I so uh, I'm gonna percent audience score on 2009 and 52 percent audience score in My Bloody Valentine. So they're very close. They they're very close all around. Sort of. I'm I'm gonna circle back to my reference about Jensen Ackles wearing the same jacket everywhere. Of course, he phoned this one in. He didn't even change <laughs> change costume when he came off the set of uh, Supernatural. That one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just I can't stress enough how this, bad this is. This is not worse than Chopping Mall. I'll fight you. It is so that. much worse than Chopping Mall. Are you kidding we, me? We oh are going to be old-ass men on our fucking deathbeds. I'll still fight you on this one. Chopping <laughs> Mall is a worse movie than My Bloody Valentine. Oh, God. You know what is funny about that is like the director of this one, Patrick Lissier, has been doing horror stuff for a while. Um, he did a bunch of Dracula movies in the, the early aughts. He aughts. directed uh, one of the angry. Hulu Into the Dark episodes he directed some of uh Dracula the, series, the purge series it was a bad and movie it was a bad movie that's what <laughs> i was about to say almost everything he's done is just trash it's so bad this guy makes bad movies he makes bad movies he did a, a movie he was, editor, oh, called he was vampire editor. in brooklyn he did did he do vampire in brooklyn he did not no no it's on the no, list that was here. a good one why was it on the list that of he of was his... he edited it Okay, he just added, he just I gotcha. I, I see. Yeah. And Damn he worked him. with Wes Craven a bunch as an editor, and apparently none of that rubbed off when he decided to make his own stuff. He yeah, learned nothing from Wes from, from Wes Craven. He's got good stuff it is in his editor backlog, but then he starts directing and <laughs> he he was down. executive <laughs> producer on Terminator Genesis. Oh yeah. That is gross. He he's the, the guy that was like we have to make this a movie. He was also the screenwriter. <laughs> God damn. It's, That's bad. <laughs> That's real bad. 
God, that uh, was a terrible movie. Terminator Genesis might have been the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Certainly not good. Uh, you want the the best part? Here we go. The screen. One of the screenwriters of of My Bloody Valentine, 3D, also screen wrote Jason X. That was the one with Jason in space. Yeah, I, I know the one. Was a good one. That was a good one, though. It wasn't bad. I'll give it to you that I I liked it. I am being more than I probably should. I I liked it, frankly. But I also understand that it's not a very good movie. No, it's bad. (laughs) Oh, man. Don't watch this shit. It's on (laughs) HBO Max. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Who's next? Is it me? Am I next? Yeah. Oh, all right. Uh, Bring us home. All right. Bring us home. Uh, yeah, I got to stop putting myself last so I can say my my signature catchphrase. Uh, all right, mine is not. One I just made up. Yeah, like the one you just made up that I stole. <laughs> oh man! All right, let's get into it. This one is not your typical Valentine's pick, but uh, I definitely think it still fits if you're looking for something a little different. And that is the new Netflix series, "The Woman in the House Across the Street from the Girl in the Window." Uh, what was it? Eight episodes. Let me find a plot plot thingy here. Ah, here we go. Watching the world go by from her living room window. Heartbroken. Anna sets her sights on a handsome new neighbor until she witnesses a gruesome murder. Uh, that doesn't do it much, uh, much justice here. This is the most deadpan parody that I have ever seen. (laughs) Uh, it is so so serious in its paradising. That uh, it take it took it took a little time for me to really realize that this is absolutely a parody. Like the title, you get a little bit from the title. I know, right? I'm an episode (laughs) and a half in. I'm 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 an episode and a half in, and I'm still like, like she's suffering. I'm 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 still not fighting. You keep saying that this is like a parody, and it's like I I don't see any humor. Where's the humor? You'll you'll get it. You'll get it. Okay. I'm still it, waiting. I'm like three episodes in and I'm fucking dying. Like I love it, this shit. It is okay. so fucking funny. Once, once it, once you get it, it becomes one of the funniest things I've ever watched. It is ridiculous. Chris and bell. Perfect. This is a match made for, her. I, I, I can't believe this role was just like put in her lap. It was perfect. Love it. It really is. Yeah. Did she have anything to do with like writing it or anything? Uh, trying to find it. You know what's funny? This does not have all that great critic reviews. Fuck the critics. Fuck the critics. I honestly think that they don't, that a lot of people aren't getting it. And I understand not getting it. That's not like a dig. It no, is I get it. layer I, I, upon layer of, of very subtle humor and, and parody. Like the, I don't know. I, I love the repeating of of everything i i i love the setup that the writing is all there who who is the writer i don't even see uh the creators are listed but i uh i don't really know much of what they've done so Kristen bell and will ferrell are both executive producers on it yeah that's good um has been producing so much like he's he's a producer on succession he's like he's just he's involved his name all around yeah um yeah check this out it's it's a great unreliable narrator story um, that is kind of a whodunit. Um, some small elements of mystery box all thrown into one. 
And like I said, it's a, a full ass parody on top of that. And it's, it really def- almost defies explanation. Uh, you got to check it out. It's, it's one of the more intriguing things that's come out on streaming in a very long time. Yeah. I can't wait to get more. It's got terrible reviews, but I think you're right. Both critic and uh, especially audience. I think there's a bunch of people that are just like, um, I don't, I don't get it. What is this? <laughs> and I, like I said, I understand. I understand it. It's not, it doesn't make itself clear what it's trying to do, especially at first. The bowl, but full that is no reason not to watch it. The bowl full of fucking corks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, the character is great, and the setup is great. It's got that spooky vibe. I really, I'm digging it. It's awesome. Yeah, definitely, definitely worth a watch if you're looking for something to binge this this Valentine's weekend. Uh, and it's on Netflix. Netflix original. Uh, I think that uh, that does it. Before we wrap things up, though, uh, let's uh, do our little announcement here. We're going to change the format of the show a little bit going forward. Um, instead of doing two picks each every week, we're going to whittle that down to one. Uh, each of us is going to present one pick you should watch each week. And we're also going to have a little a section after our picks where we talk about some movie news, uh, trailers that have dropped. Um, just get into some other stuff, kind of, kind of talk about what's going on. Stuff to look forward to. Stuff to look forward to. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. What's Um, leaving streaming, what's coming to streaming, even if they're not that stuff. Even Steven. Yeah. Anything noteworthy. Yeah. In the, in the movie and, and streaming biz. We're going to go over it. We'll talk about it. We'll, we'll riff a little bit. It should be a open up the, open up the show a little bit, have a little more fun with it. So look for that next week. And uh, don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Discord, our website, threeguysoneup.com. And uh, you can find a link on that website to our Patreon where you can sign up, give us $5 a month, and we'll keep doing sweet, sweet shows. And with that, thank you everyone for listening, and good night. Adios.